licking your freezer clean might be more productive than this. But hey, at least they both love heavy metal. Here are the old men, Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome all to it. This is the Old Man Here on the Clouds podcast, and we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. We are episode number 137. As we record this, it is September 3rd, 2023. It's approximately 11 a.m., and we are podcasting live out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Hello and welcome, and we honor and acknowledge this area as the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. I haven't done that for a while. You know it. I know, it's been a minute, it's been a minute. That uh, voice you're hearing over there, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Adam. It's, uh, it feels good to be back. We've been, uh, yeah. we got lots to catch up on, but uh, before we, we get into that, you can uh, support our podcast by hitting our website, oldmenheyelloclouds.com, and subscribing to our podcast, and if you want to help us out, just donate, all right? That's all we need. We just ask for a donation. That's it. I'll take five cents, goddammit, just give me something. <laughs> what are you going to do with five cents nowadays, honestly? Remember we were talking wow. about that bag of candy that we used to buy for like 10 cents, or I did anyway. I mean, even back then, oh, five no. cents didn't go very far. But now, uh, no. well, was it a nickel bag, a dime bag? Oh, we're talking about different things now. So, anyway, so that's that went off topic. Bags you're buying, but uh, we'll move on. I don't buy that stuff. I don't do that <laughs> stuff. But it's, it's just something that came out of my mouth. I don't know why. <laughs> You've been watching too many Jay and Silent Bob movies. I haven't. I, that's uh, I can't use that as an excuse. Shh, I'm trying to bail you out. Shh. I know. Uh, I, you I watched know, Scarface that, recently. <laughs> Haven't done that either. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Um, so how's it going, man? It's, yeah. uh, it's been a hot minute. Um, I was trying to remember when we last recorded, and I think it was uh, what's the 27th of July. It was July at some point. I have no idea what... Uh, it was July the 24th. Was it? I, so, I was okay. So it's it's been a good five weeks then, at least, anyways, right? So Yeah. So this was our technically our summer break. But I have been working on, so I was at a brewery and I was chatting with the owner there trying to get something going for us. And some guy comes up to me, don't, don't know who this guy was. He's like, hey man, we're, how come your show hasn't been recorded? What do you mean oh, my show? What? He's like, really? your podcast, you're Adam from the Jeff O'Neill show and also the Old Man Hill of Clouds podcast. I'm like, no way. I am. <laughs> Wow. And the guy who I was talking with, the owner, was like, holy shit, this guy knows who you are. So that really helped us out wow. a little bit. But yeah. uh, I'm a is... listener. So Steve, hello, Steve. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Steve. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. Glad somebody is uh, keeping track have, of us uh, and wondering where the hell we've disappeared to. We have one confirmed listener, which I'm, I'll take. You know, that's all that yes. <laughs> it's better than none. Oh, shit. Um, so, so far, I've had a busy couple weeks, uh, six weeks of a bunch of shit. I've done a bunch of shit. So uh, as I was doing stuff, I was on our prep that we have. I just label all the shit down. So I've yep. just, I've just kept going. So somewhere along the line, my dad got a Brian Adams boner. So he wanted to go see Brian Adams. <laughs> okay. And uh, I'm like, Dad, we just missed him in Vancouver. Like, I don't know what you want. He's playing Victoria in like September. But um, we can't like it's that's a that's a road trip because you got to take the ferry to get over there. Concert ends at 11, so you have to stay overnight, so it becomes super pricey, and, and then you have to rip back. But I'm like, he's playing Seattle in like three days. You want to go see him in Seattle? He's like, yeah. So wow. the old man and I went and checked out Brian Adams, and that was a fantastic show in Seattle. Um, it was my first time in that new barn, that Climate Pledge Arena. Oh, Have you ever okay. been in there? 
Wow. No, I, no, I haven't. I haven't. I heard it's a beautiful place. It's just massive. Yeah. Did you? Were you in the Key West Arena or what was it called before? Uh, Key West Arena, something like maybe, that. Maybe, maybe it was Key West at one point. I think they just ended up calling it Key Arena. Um, yeah, that's right. You know what? I think I may have walked through it. It was at a time when there were no events. It was. I don't. I can't even remember if basketball was still being played in. Seattle, like uh, like the Sonics, the Supersonics, and then the Sonics. It seems like everybody wants to shorten names nowadays. I'll just start yeah. calling you Ads instead of Adam. Adam's too difficult. <laughs> Ad. Ad. Hey, Ad. <laughs> How you doing, Ad? Um, uh, no, so, yeah, the short answer is if I was through there, it was just kind of a walkthrough, I think, because of of the location, right? I think they had the doors open. It's not like Rogers Arena where you could just walk in at any. You, you can't walk in at any time. It's only when yeah. events are on and stuff. I seem to think that I was through part of it at some point, but again, it was it was a while ago. So, well, it's a beautiful looking arena. Yeah, <clears throat> it kind of puts Rogers Arena to shame. Like it's brand new, it's tech. There's like, like there's LED LCD screens all over the place. They got like charging ports. They got wireless chargers to charge your phones in. Like. But the the biggest takeaway I get from that place because they got to pay for it. It was like fifteen dollars for a bottle of water. Yes, I have heard it's very expensive. Yeah, and I'm just like holy shit. It was twenty three dollars for a adult beverage if you're going down that route wow. at the place. But twenty three dollars, and like we're from Canada, eh? And our uh, dollar into U.S. dollars isn't that much. So twenty three dollars. U.S. would have worked out to thirty-one dollars. Oh shit! For a beer, for a beer, for a single beer, you can Mind buy. You, a, it was a. Tw- you can buy a fucking almost a thirty-six pack of fucking shitty Budweiser for that much. One hundred percent, and but mind you, they're big pours, so they're twenty-four yeah. ounces. Okay. So it's a little bit. Uh, yeah. So it's like two beers. So two beers for thirty bucks is still uh, shitty because you can get uh, the shitty buds or the. Uh, my favorite old cheap beer is a Caribou. Love me some good Caribou beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, what kind of beer? Um, what kind of beer were they serving there? It was just whatever. Um, it was just you just go up and it's on tap. They had, um, I, I think, coolers and Bud and the Rainier from Seattle, and uh, they had a couple craft ones that were in a can that they would pour into that cup of yours. I didn't really take a look because I was driving back. So okay, didn't. Uh, didn't um, didn't interest me. Okay. I was wondering if there was some craft beer down there. You would think that there would be. Uh, obviously, it's not on tap by the sounds of it, but at least they have that offering if you want it. Yeah, I think so. so. that's cool. If you want it. Yeah. But everyone was having a good time, and that place was sold out. He sold out Seattle, which I don't think is very hard to do, uh, especially that he lived so close to the border, Mr. Brian Adams. I think he now lives in London, but um, okay, yeah, good old Canadian kid. I'm sure he's played Seattle a billion times and this was just one of them so yeah it was a it was a pretty cool show it was good to go see it my uh good to go see it my dad i heard that arena is fantastic for a hockey game though so um yeah uh, obviously that's why they did what they did there and um you know sure they're hoping to bring back an nba team to the city but obviously it was all done for the uh, seattle kraken Hockey season starting up soon, which is going to be cool. But um, but yeah, that's awesome. Hopefully, I can get down there for a game or maybe even a show someday. Have you uh, opened up your policy on traveling to the states? Or are you still against it right now? Um, 
I guess I can't say I'm against it. I guess it depends. You know, it's it's still... Even recently, I heard horror stories about, you know, the, the fucking border cops trying to get into people's phones and look at all their shit. And, you know, that sort of stuff just scares me. And I guess yeah. that can happen anywhere that you go, any country, I guess, for that matter nowadays. But, uh, you know, it just sounds like those border cops are, are notorious for doing that shit because of their power trip or whatever it is. I don't know. But yeah. anyway, I guess the answer is, I guess the answer is I would, I would consider going depending on, on what's happening, I guess. The right events. The right events, the right trip, the right travel plan or whatever it is. Right. So having said that, we have I'm, no plans to go down there right now. So I'm heading down there three times in the next three months. So October, I'm going down to see Tool in Tacoma. Wow. And then in November, uh, the girlfriend's favorite comedian is Eliza Schleschlinger. Okay. And she's playing the Paramount Theater where we saw Alice in Chains. Yep. Um, in November. And then in December, I'm going back down to see um, uh, Mammoth, which is um, Wolfgang, Wolfgang yep. uh, with uh, Nina playing opening. Oh, okay. Show. Oh, cool. So I am. Uh, I'm doing that in December. So I'm going down wow. three times in uh, for this rest of this year. Plus, I always go down with my parents. My mom loves the state, so we always uh, rip around down there, get groceries, go for some Mexican food down there, and uh, and then rip back. But um, also, I have the uh, access, and so right. it really helps out the travel. I don't really notice any of that bullshit uh, as you rip down there. It's not too bad, you know. It's you know we're trusted travelers so it actually works out uh, yeah no problems we we, we that's good i know i know that's good i i guess if you can do it yeah. then why not right but i guess we've yeah. we've had this discussion before about that nexus 100%. card and and i i think it's just it's sure it might be a little bit of extra work for on their end i guess and they're getting cash in their pocket and does it really mean that people are any less of a threat i guess than than me for example who doesn't have an X card i yeah, no, probably I not right so it's just i don't get that bullshit and i don't know but anyways still good on you for doing it if it helps it helps right anything to yeah, so. speed up the uh uh and make it as painless as possible going through that border so but i'm sure we'll find a show to hit down there there's a lot of stuff that goes down there that doesn't come up there's there. there's there's lots of stuff happening man and um like sure i i you know, even though I still haven't seen any shows, uh, you know, I still follow what's going on, and there is some stuff coming up that even here I would I would consider yep. seeing. But yeah, it's just they the bands just don't come. They just don't come north of the border as much anymore. It seems it's too much of a hassle. Number one, again, getting across the border and going back just for yep. one just for one show, unless they're doing a cross Canada tour. Um, but but here here's the thing Toronto Toronto especially and even Montreal they do get those shows so they do come across if you know hey Detroit and Toronto I mean they're kind of it's easy right but um, yeah I, I, for some reason they just don't want to do it on in in the western western part of the country here so I don't know what it is but anyway. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't. I don't know what's happening. It but is. you know, it's because um, it's, it's been like that way forever. Some of the well, uh, yeah. Seattle and then won't come to Vancouver or vice versa. 
Um, they won't go to the States. There's a lot of people. I went and saw uh, Ed Sheeran last night at the uh, BC Place. And I was chatting with a bunch of people from there. And uh, they're traveling from all, like from Seattle. But see, he played there in Seattle about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's making his rounds. And the, these big artists now, it seems like they're only playing on weekends. Yeah. But they have elaborate tour setups. And, you know, like I was... I actually had the privilege to see Ed uh, twice this weekend. I saw him Friday night at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. Oh, you're talking about that. Was, right. Yeah, which was amazing. Yeah. Because he played for two and a half hours. He played... Uh, he released an album called Subtract, which is a pretty depressing album, but he wrote it he says music is his therapy, so we wrote it when his like wife had cancer, and you know his best friend died, and his you know just all this stuff. But yeah. before he played every song, he talked about every song and what he meant for him. And uh, the show that show was fantastic because it was just, like this is a super depressing, super heavy moment. But he's like, I need this for therapy for me. So he played the full album in its entirety, like thirteen songs, whatever it is. But he had like a full string section and you know a full band behind him. Like it was it was pretty cool. And then he did something called Happy Hour. So he played a couple of his hits. And then he played um, his new albums coming out in end of September. So he played like six tracks off of that. And then he played two songs. But the last two songs he played, he was at the Queenie Theater here in Vancouver. So a theater was, you know, pretty good acoustics. And he played it without the microphone and without uh, any sort of PA. So he just sung into the crowd, which wow. was just, it was just cool. It was yeah. super cool musicianship and being able to see that live was fucking cool. cool. And then yesterday's show at BC Place, he broke an attendance record. So there was 65,000 people inside shit. BC Place last night. Really? So yeah. that's why it was a fucking nightmare getting back into downtown last evening because it was a fucking gong show. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, I can we, only imagine. We, we went out. Uh, I, I don't want to break your cycle of stories here that you want to tell but no oh, no just, not at all just just, just yeah. real quick we we went out to the uh we went out to the sticks yesterday we decided to uh just rent a car i picked up a moto and oh. uh, we actually drove out to agassi holy shit fuck that was a fucking road trip all right man yeah. it's uh we actually went to a sunflower field was it a sunflower festival or something is that what they call it so a I'm big, a big so, fucking yeah. field with a bunch of fucking flowers, man. So <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool. There's some pretty fucking massive uh, sunflowers out there. Let me tell you. I can only imagine. And uh, and then we went into Harrison uh, Hot Springs for some for some lunch and stuff like that, and and then we made our back uh, made our way back to uh, to Vancouver. But yes, getting. Uh, the highway in places, the Trans Canada coming back uh, was just a fucking standstill at times. Uh, but once we got into Vancouver, all of the routes into downtown were jam packed, slow, yeah. uh, and I and I didn't know why. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know about the show last night. Uh, eventually, we did figure out that there was something there at BC Place, but we still didn't know until this morning what was happening. But but yeah, no matter. You know what? I, I should have listened to Google uh, because we had Google Maps running on the car and um, uh, said, "Oh, this is the best route," even though there's major delays and stuff like that. And I'm going, "Well, fuck you, Google. You don't know what you're talking about." So, yeah. so I took a detour, or what I thought would be a detour, and that didn't work. And then I made another turn, and that didn't work. Uh, base, basically, First Avenue. Hastings, I, I mean, like I said, every single route into downtown was, was fucking jam-packed, yeah. So, anyway. 
Sorry, car- carry on about oh. uh, about the about your shows and stuff like that. Because uh, oh no, shit! Just uh, it was just it was just a good time last night. Uh, always always a good time seeing that guy live. Um, I was yeah, gonna shit, that sucks. Sorry, I was gonna say too. Like I know that there was a soccer match yesterday. Um, the Whitecaps were playing. At least I thought they were playing here in Vancouver, and I th- that was an early show, like twelve thirty or something like that. Is that possible? Could they have done a soccer match at BC Place and then set up for that show? Is that? Oh no way. Okay, so that show the that the Whitecaps then were playing. There it was a, an away. It game. was an away game. Okay. Okay, because that didn't yeah, make sense to uh, me either. So the um, full touring setup is okay. Pretty crazy. Well, I, I, I would I would say so. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But you know it's cool, good stuff. Cool good stuff, man. Okay, right on. Um, what else is going on? Uh, I went to a wedding. Uh, a buddy of ours uh, from the old T Fox day. He's still there doing sales. Up. Uh, the Sean Byrne got married, so I was attended his wedding. Uh, I don't know, whatever that was, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was at the Van Dusen Gardens. Speaking of flowers, it was a pretty nice little ceremony, and uh, there was about 150 people at his wedding. So it was, you know, relatively oh. small, but. Uh, that was a good time. Uh, always good to see Bernsey sweating bullets. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Rest in peace. You know, his wife is his uh, his his wife is fantastic, and it was a, it was a good time. Cool. Uh, they were busy. Obviously, weddings are super busy. There are people out of town and stuff. So I got about you know a couple minutes in with them. Took a stupid photo and. That was <laughs> uh, but a typical Sean Byrne fashion, there was an open bar, so everybody was just getting smashed. It was uh, <laughs> it was it was a good time. Right on. Uh, but that was one of the first times I took an Uber there and back. So we took an Uber from the girlfriend's place in New West to the Van Dusen Gardens on Oak Street. Did our thing, called the Uber to come take us back home. So, uh, And the trips were like the first trip down was $37. And to get home was like 35 or something like that. Plus tips. Okay. So, And it wasn't too shitty, but it's um, all this shit's getting too expensive to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah, it is for sure, I guess. Uh, we have, as much as everybody, I think, was uh, so excited for Uber and Lyft and stuff like that to finally get approved and come into the city, I, I have yet to use Uber. So, um, I, I mean, I just, I would probably, I'd probably use it if I had felt it was the right thing to do at the time, but I just haven't had that opportunity, I guess, to this point, so. Yeah, it just depends because it's way easier than getting a cab now. Yeah. Because if you're out somewhere and you need a cab, well, let's call it a cab company. You know, it's just you hit a button and um, the guy comes right to you like it's an app using GPS in your phone and it's yeah. right there. It yeah. just works. Well, we used it in Los Angeles when we were down there and that was probably, shit, that was six years ago already. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, but, but you're right. At that time, yeah, I think it was very convenient. I think we used it three times when we were there in L.A. and... Uh, including after the hockey game that we did go to at Staples or whatever that fucking arena is called now, Crypto.com. What a stupid name. Anyway, <laughs> it is. That's just a, uh, this whole cryptocurrency thing is just a joke. And for for a stadium to be, sure, Crypto.com is probably paying tons of money for their name all over the fucking arena, but I just think it's a stupid name for a stadium or an arena. Is um, is crypto even a thing? Well, I don't, even know. I don't know. Is it still is know. it still booming? 
I have no idea. I, I mean, I don't think it was, I, I think it peaked there at one point, and I don't think it's, I think it took a dive again. I mean, it's still around, but maybe maybe it's still something that will be part of our everyday lives at some point. I don't know, but, uh, or at least a form of it, I'm not sure. But, uh, I mean, I have, at this point, I have no interest in, I mean, I just, I don't have the money for that anyways, right? It's it's even even more volatile than, than the stock market, so. Yeah. I can't play around with shit my money like that. No, it's too risky. Yeah. And even though it's a big risk, big reward. No, it's like it's smart. You got to be smart with it, especially exactly. the dollar these days. We're just getting hosed on everything. Yep. Uh, what else is happening? I took a new shift at work. So I was Saturday to Tuesday. Now I work Sunday to Wednesday. Sunday to Wednesday. Well, you get the kind of, you get to enjoy your weekend a little bit more, at least, right? If that matters yeah. too. Yeah. Cool. That's well, it all just right. works because a lot of family events happen on Sunday or Saturdays, and um, yeah, you know, it just kind of works itself out that way. And um, yeah, but having doing that, I had to reschedule my holidays, which was kind of a pain in the ass. So what? So yeah, what um, have you got planned again? Because I know you got a lot of things going on. I mean, I, your Metallica trip I know is next year, but still, what else have you got planned? You had a Florida trip planned, right? Yeah. So I was supposed to go to Florida and. July or January, sorry. Right. But that actually got kiboshed because my dad and I were going to go stay in that Star Wars hotel. Right. And they have now decided to take it out of commission. So that, I think it dies this week. I think the last voyage was this weekend. Right. So we're not doing that, but we are going to Los Angeles. Uh, So we're going to go to Los Angeles as a family to do a a Disneyland kind of universal trip and visit some family out that way. Okay. Doing that sometime in January, but that's all I got planned. But um, it actually kind of worked better for me because I still haven't had a full break since this full year. I'm going 10 months, almost 10 months without a full break. My first stretch of holidays, I start uh, September 28th is my first stretch of holidays. Yeah. So it's coming up. It's coming up in couple weeks here but i've been working straight plus all the extra shift i've been doing so like i've been it's a well gonna be a well-deserved little break coming up but with the holidays i had to book so the way our schedule works is because i have switched days uh so i was saturday sunday monday tuesday i owned um the uh sunday monday tuesday shift like the day off. So I had to rebid for the Wednesday off. Does that make sense? Because if I was Saturday to Tuesday, I owned Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But now because I am Sunday to Wednesday, I still own that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, but had to rebid for right. that Wednesday to get that time off. Got it. So I, it was a little bit of a pain in the ass. I had to move some stuff around personally, like switch different blocks off because it was just the way it worked out. But I actually got everything I wanted. So I'm off a big chunk of well, 10 days in September. I am then off for my birthday, which is uh, in end of November. Yep. So I'm off. So in November, I got a nice stretch. I'm off November 23rd to September or December 10th. So I'm off for almost like 24 days, I think wow. it is. So that'll be good. And then in July or sorry, in January, when I'm planning this trip with the folks, I have, and with all my banked overtime and stuff that I got to use up, I'm essentially going to be off from January 11th, and I'm back February the 4th. Wow, that's a good three weeks again. Uh, That's a good three, another three weeks off, so. 
So is this It'll some be nice. is this some bank time that you're chewing up as well, or like you yeah. like how many vacation days do you normally so get, get in a year? Uh, Thirty. It's like I get fifteen vacation days as of right now, and I get like twelve a loo hour, like loo days. So you, we work the stats, and I see. I okay, for working the stats. Got so it. a lot of it's that, and then three extra days are my banked vacation days, like banked overtime hours. Yeah. So I'm using that. So you get a good five weeks, basically with all that time, you get sort of like around five weeks then, right? Some, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. So she's not too bad. It's, I'm really looking forward to it. I just want to yeah. not go into work today. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. Uh, sounds and good. And then with, with said work, uh, we have a lady on our staff uh, who got pregnant. So... Um, I call her my work wife. I have this big fucking bag. It's a big duffel bag, and she can fit inside this duffel bag. So we call, I call the bag Rebecca, and then the actual person's name is Rebecca, so it's pretty funny. <laughs> but I took on the project to uh, let's raise some money or let's give her something for her baby shower or babies from us. So it was just cash donations. But getting cash donations from your coworkers is a fucking pain in the ass because everyone's like, oh, where's the money going? What's going on? I'm like, I need it all by this date. Oh, they give it to me like two or three days later. And, you know, I had to go to the bank three or four times in a fucking week just to get the cash out because I think cash is the best way to go for a, uh, a presence for a... Uh, for anything, because cash is king, right? You can do whatever you want. Let's get an Amazon gift card. Well, what happens if she wants something that's not from Amazon? Let's just do um, give her cash. She can do whatever she wants. So that was a pain in the ass, but and I still haven't given it to her yet because I was supposed like the cutoff for the um, the donations was like in July, but then she got sick for two or three weeks that she couldn't really move because, well, she's pregnant. And then she moved. Like, they bought a bigger house, so she moved. So she's now moving right now. She's never going to hear this, so who cares? But, <laughs> um, you know, it's not a – it's not just show up and pick up the money, lady. Like, everybody's – everyone asks me, oh, have you given Rebecca the money yet? I'm like, no, I haven't even seen her. She was sick and moving. So I messaged her the other day. I'm like, I have to come give you the money and film it because everybody's fucking hounding me. But we did pretty good. I, I think there was a – there. I don't know, there's like – 20 of us, 30 of us, and we raised uh, like $861 for her, I think. Wow, that's pretty good. So that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, good she's stuff. a good uh, good co-worker, so that's um, that's what's yeah. happened. Cool. That was, I, was, I mean, when I give it to her, it'll make it all worth it, so that's what counts, exactly. right? Exactly, yes. Right on. Ha- have you done any... Um, have you ever done that, like grab, got money from workers or family members to try to buy something or purchase something? I... I have not. Um, uh, no, no, not in not in that way. I guess. I mean, I've uh, I run a, uh, and this is, I guess, the same, or I guess it's similar because it's trying to collect money from people. I mean, I run one of the uh, one of the hockey pools or fantasy pools that uh, that I'm in. Uh, actually it is with a bunch of, uh, chorus staff or ex chorus staff for the most part. Actually, I okay. think most of them are still there. Some, some of them are newer and I had never met. Um, so this past or these past couple of years, we have created a, um, a cash entry, right? So in order, if you want to play, you have to pay an entry fee. And then of course, first, second, third prizes at the end of the season and stuff based on, you know, how you finish. Um, but yes, I have. So trying to collect cash from some of these people sometimes is a pain in the ass. 
So, and that's a small group, right? Like this is, well, two years ago, I think we ended up having a, a larger league. There were 20 teams uh, last year that we cut it down to 12. Uh, this year, it's probably going to be 12. But yeah, even collecting cash from 19 other people, I'm sure you had a lot more people that you were working with and collecting from. Those 20 people, some of them are really good. Some of them are just terrible. And you just, I, I hate bugging people for money, right? Um but hey, it's I, I guess I took on the job of organizing the league and stuff like that, and so it's my responsibility. But yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, people just don't. It's not that they don't want to. It's just that I don't know. They just uh, whatever. They got better things to do, and they just. It's easy to send somebody fucking cash by e-transfer, and no fucking excuses. Just fucking do it. Take two minutes and get it done, and it's over with, and I won't bug you anymore. Yeah, it's it's not. It, it's pretty quick. Like, and that, I had the same issue, but everyone was giving me cash and I was like, fuck. So it was like cash. And I had to keep track of it and not lose it. It's just like, cause I'm at work. I don't, I don't carry my wallet when I'm at work. Yeah, I, it's in yeah. my bag. So I just don't have it. So people would just randomly give me shit and I'm like, well, I throw it in a pocket and hopefully not lost. I lost $40. I don't know where it went. Fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, um, I kept- uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a probably very good example of why people, sh- you know, again, people hardly carry cash. Um, I think it's a very good, and, and it may discourage people from maybe participating, I guess. But uh, you know what? If you want to donate, send me money by transfer. Like, yeah, no more works. no more of this fucking cash bullshit. Uh, there's a digital record of it. Um, you know, everybody knows, or not everybody knows, but at least I know you paid. And if people want uh, uh, to actually uh, proof that... This much money was collected so that, you know, it's all fair and honest and whatever. Then it's easy to produce, hey, here's where the money is, right? Here's how much I collected. Rebecca, here's 800 bucks, right? So yep. it's, it's fucking simple. Um, yeah, I just, people who uh, are scared to embrace that, that sort of thing. I mean, uh, people, people are... People are scared to. People are scared of the internet, and people are scared of technology. And but at this point, to not, you know, send somebody cash by e-transfer is just fucking ridiculous. There's just no excuse anymore for people not to embrace that technology. I don't know. Yeah, because it goes straight to your bank account. You didn't even have to think about it. Hey, yeah. send it to me, and you don't have to do anything because, like, I don't know. I have auto deposits. Yeah, so me, it just rips. It goes straight in. Exactly. Me too. That's. I mean, that's the other thing. Why? Maybe some banks don't allow it, but if you, if you, yeah, why don't you set up your account so it's automatic debit or automatic, uh, yeah. automatic, uh, what is it called? Automatic deposit. Auto like, deposit. Auto deposit. Well, like, why? If you're gonna set it up in the first place, why not enable that option? Right? Why should I yeah. fucking mess around with fucking passwords and sending them back and forth? And I mean, typically they're you know nobody's going to intercept your password. But uh, I mean, really, you shouldn't be sending passwords by email or by text message, even Signal. Yeah. I mean, sure, Signal is a is a an encrypted platform and stuff. And I guess if you are going to exchange passwords, Signal is probably the way to go. But you know, too many people are exchanging passwords by text message, email. I guess if you're going to call somebody on the phone, that's probably the best way too. And just hope nobody's listening. The big uh, big brother's not listening. But um, yeah, fuck. Anyway, anyway, e-transfer with auto deposit. That's the way to go. It's, I'm, 
You're just embracing tech. You know, that's all it is. And even sending money is not that hard. Like getting it's easy because you don't do anything. It just they send a tape of your email address and it's go. Yeah. And even sending it is just like sometimes. Like I know with I was with Royal Bank before and it was easier. I, I don't know with CIBC and it's more of a pain in the ass because it like if you're setting this shit up and asking for like a verification code and all this shit, it's just a little bit of a pain in the ass, but I get it. It's for security. It's your money and it works. So it's a little bit harder, but once it's all set up and you do it often enough and you know, you're going to send this person more than one money you can, or more than money, more money. What's what's I'm trying to say. You can, if you're going to send them more than one transaction, you can set them up as a contact. So you don't have to do that shit again. So, you know, everybody, I, I think you're a contact, girlfriend's contact, my parents are a contact, people at work are a contact because they buy food and shit. You know, yeah. like I just do it once and it's done. So, well, you can even, you can even schedule your transfers now. Like, let's say you pay rent uh, once, you know, every, the beginning of every month. Yeah. And I personally like to have more control over stuff. So, you know, like my bills and uh, sure, I pay everything online and stuff like that, but I do it manually. I don't set it up automatically so that they can, just pull that cash from my account. I'd prefer to send them money when I feel like it. No, uh, I agree with right. You. So, uh, but yeah, you can even send money now with your phone number. Like you don't need it. You don't even need an email address now. You can set it. You can use your set up your account with a phone number. Right. So send me cash. Here's my phone number. Fuck easy. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, so anyway, no no excuses anymore for people. I just. Uh, so like get get with the times, man. It's just it's it's simple. It's it's the way we're going. Um sure, let's be careful about it. Let's make sure it's all secure and uh you know what you're doing, of course, too, so you're not sending a million dollars to somebody instead of only a couple bucks, but uh Yeah. Whatever. If you have a million dollars sitting in your checkings, that's not a Wow, good that's uh, yeah. <laughs> you, sh- you should be doing better things, more things with that money, yes, for sure. Yeah. But uh, but it's your money. Just another thing. That's right. It's your money. I guess you can do with the whatever you want with it. But anyway. you know, I always just want to keep my money underneath a mattress because it's just like you pay fees and stuff. If you're not like a GIC, you have to pay wow. taxes on the money that it's making in the account. It's like holy fuck. Just let me just keep my money in peace, man. It's just this well. Well, you're right. You're right. That is absolutely true. I hate banks and the money they're making off of me. You know, interest and bank fees and all that sort of stuff. But you know, again, we were just talking about how useless cash is now. And yeah, I, know. I mean, sure, yes, uh, having that money here. But again, if we want to do something with that cash under the mattress, we've got to fucking haul it out and carry it with us, right? And we're trying to make things easier and get away from all that shit. So. But then again, if your house burns down, you lose all that fucking uh, money. There, so. so there you go. There's another reason not to do it. Yep. Uh, you know when you talked about auto payments? So I used to get auto payments all the time from like cell phone. FIDO was really bad for it. They would always just, you know, hey, your phone bill's due on the seventh of the month. I expect the money to be out on the seventh of the month. Not take it out three or four days later. Oh, it bounced. Well, I thought you took it out already. Like this is really like this is when online banking and stuff first started and i had so many arguments with these guys because it says the bill says seventh like why is it coming out later than what you what it's advertised as if the bill says seventh you take the money on the seventh that's what it's been doing other companies do this why aren't you falling suit for that and they just kept always taking it out so it always bounced back and i get dinged with a fucking fee because i didn't have the money in the account oh, but it was fuck. in a different account yeah and i was like holy fuck so i actually do the same thing now um oh shit I have to get this phone call. 
<laughs> okay. Hold on one second. Hey, okay. Let's see. <laughs> what, what can I talk about while you're gone? I don't know. This better be damn important. That's all I have to, <laughs> I have to say because uh, this is an important show. And uh, there's no excuse for this tardiness and uh, what he's doing here, right? What do you think, their listeners? Um, yeah, I don't know. It better be. Maybe it's work-related. I don't know. What do you think? I can read lips. Uh, can I read lips? Because uh, I still see him on camera here. Yeah, he's got some big dates later. I think that's what it is. Nope. He's got I'm back, big, baby. He's got a big date later. I think that's what's going on. <laughs> oh, shit. I wish. Yeah. It was, uh, I got booted off the stat tomorrow night for work, and this is me getting back on the stat for work. Ah, I see. So, see, it was work-related. Uh, work-related. I guess that's a good excuse then to really in- interrupt our show like this. Hey, listen. It's, it's got to be done. Okay. I get it. <laughs> I get it. You're making money, and whereas us, we're we're doing fuck all, right? We're not making squats. So hey, not you've got squats. you've got your priorities set. So that's good. It's not a full shift. It's just a half a shift, but it's still double time tomorrow, and sure. every little bit counts. You know, you know Why what I'm not? saying? Yep. Okay, where we're we're talking about stupid banks. So I'm yeah. a CIBC right now, and I take money out for investment. I don't. I put it into different, uh, you know, their version of stocks and all their funds and whatever it is. Yeah. So I get $100 taken out every two weeks, whatever it is. And it's supposed to be on the 15th and the 30th, depending on the month, sometimes the 28th. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they always screw up. So I was supposed to take, they were supposed to take money out on the 30th or 31st of August, which was a couple of days ago. It still hasn't taken the money out. And that was a Thursday night, so it's, the money still hasn't left my account yet. It's still sitting in my account because I've learned my goddamn lesson. So now I always just take a look and to make sure it's taken out before I start moving money around because yeah. it's, it's just a pain in the ass. And if the bank takes the money out and the bank doesn't see it there, you get dinged. Like It's like a $30 service charge, but they're supposed to take it out on the 31st. Like For it to be on the 3rd right now, it's still in my account. Oh, let me just confirm this so I'm not bragging on them for any other reason but um it's it, it just pisses me off because we can't be late for payments yet the bank can do whatever the fuck they want yeah well that pisses me off well yes i get that too and i wonder i wonder well see because i see the same thing with cibc and i'm just wondering if all banks are this sort of the same way especially on weekends right like if you yeah. if you um if you, I mean, if you do a transfer between accounts, you should see that transaction right away. Like I do. Like when I, yeah, like I have. Okay, so I have a loan payment. I've got. I do the same thing. I've got, um, you know, a what's it called, uh, the tax-free savings account and all that sort of stuff. Yep. So whenever money is transferred between accounts at CIBC, that seems to be instantaneous. So that's yes. why you. It sounds like this is instant, right? Like, is this? Is this money a hundred dollars every two weeks? Is it going to? Is it staying within the CIBC family? Like, is it going into a RSP within CIBC, or is there a third party yes. involved? Nope, it's all going yeah, into see, the. Uh, see, so that's that's definitely no excuse for that because yeah, other stuff does seem to take time, especially delay uh, on weekends. Right? There's a yeah, like if you do a transaction on on Friday afternoon, you're probably not going to see it clear your account until Tuesday. Which I exactly. think is which I think is still ridiculous. Uh, sure, if it's Monday morning that you see that it's cleared and it's no longer pending, then great. But f- fuck, why does it take at least two business days for them to do that? I 
I don't get it. So I don't it doesn't know. make any sense. Yeah, to I know me. It, it doesn't make sense. The banks just uh, again, banks just have so much control and they just do things the way they want to. And um, even if it's your money, and it's yeah, it's just it's out of hand. Banks, insurance companies, they're, again, they're all fucking crooked. Yep. Yeah, and you got to watch the companies. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're just uh, that's another story. But yes, you're right. Yeah, that's bullshit. And I still have the money still in sitting in my account from it was supposed to be not on a weekend, but on a Thursday night it was supposed yeah, to be so, still sitting there. So Friday you should have seen that clear, right? That should yeah. no longer be pending. That should be over in your RSP plan, collecting interest. That's why you've yep. got it set up. That's working for me, not whenever and you can't just donate yourself. I would love to be able to donate it to myself, like to insert my own whatever I have, extra money kicking around, just let's build up that sort of savings. But in order to put up these certain things, you have to go to the bank and they got to sign fucking paperwork. Oh, and it's just, yeah. it's such a pain in the ass. It's just, but whatever. I guess if it's making you money, that's what counts. But it's a little bit of a pain in the ass. But they never said making money was easy. So. No, for sure. And you know what? At the end of the day, they're making money off your money too. So, um, yeah. so again, it's it's all about them, not about you. So It's bullshit, whatever. right? It's fucking you're, bullshit. you're helping them making make even more money. So that's at the end of the day, that's all they care about. That's it. That's all they care about. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got going on? Um, my uh, video machine editor, my MacBook yeah. Pro, is... Bit the dust. Doesn't edit video anymore. It, I can't... I was took on a project. I filmed uh, live videos for um, Mr. Todd Hancock there. And I went to edit it. And it's all 4K footage now because everything's shot in 4K. My puny little MacBook Pro doesn't... Uh, does not in, or does not take the footage very well anymore. Oh, such a, I see. So it is still running, but it just doesn't still it just doesn't handle the new it, right. It can't 4K handle the footage higher and the frame rates. And, and, yes, I got yeah. it. I got it. Even if you bring it down to little like to what like one fourth of the power, so it's not rendering everything before yeah. pre plays, yeah. it's still fucked. Well, so uh, sorry, I was gonna say uh, okay. Well, at least it's not completely dead, anyways. But I was gonna yeah. say I was going to say even yesterday. No, what's what's today? Today's Sunday, Friday. Even Friday, I was editing editing some footage at work, and um, uh, it was um, it was filmed on one of our really nice Sony uh, cameras. Uh, one of the new ones we got. It's the Sony FX six. Uh, camera oh, but it wasn't i wasn't filming 4k so it was it was 1080p it just had a higher frame rate so it was 59 um 59 what is it 99 or 98 or whatever it is uh so it was 60 frames a second right yep. so i found that editing that footage on my laptop which is a, I guess the it's i guess it's three years old now it's over three years old it's a it's a dell xps I think that model was the 7950 at that time. Um, it's got 32 gigs of RAM. It's got, at that time, it was the um, the NVIDIA 1650 Ti video card in it. I forget how much memory is on that video card. Um, shit, I can't remember. Anyways, it was, it was struggling. I was, yeah. and it's just because of that frame rate. It, at 60 frames a second was given that laptop a, a tough time using Premiere yeah. Pro. 
Um, so, so I can just imagine what a nine-year-old laptop is doing with oh, 4K man. footage. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it probably sucks. I was not happy. So then uh, I decided to upgrade my beast. So I'm getting a, a a Zeus motherboard. I'm getting 64 gigs of DDR5 RAM, and I got a 4080 Ti coming. Yeah, that's so, that's a top of the line video card now, which is what you need for 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 good graphics now. Like for and it'll yep. help you with video. But shit, those things are not cheap. Those video oh, no, those video cards not. alone are probably what a thousand bucks. Yeah, it was eleven something, eleven twenty nine. Wow. wow. Okay. But it's cheaper than buying a new MacBook. Yeah. Because the new MacBook Pros are, you know, they're they're stuck. I, I paid for this one in twenty fourteen. I looked up. I found the receipt. It was four thousand three hundred forty dollars. Nine years ago, one. it was that much. Nine right? years ago. Wow. Because at the time, it was top of the line, right? Like yeah. it did everything I want. It just ate the footage. Now it's doesn't even accept it. But I'm yeah. I'm hoping that this. Because my Mac's not my daily driver. Might as well upgrade my daily driver for different things and do different shit. So yeah, uh, let's 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 get going and kind of see what happens. And I hope it's gonna. It should rip the footage. Like it should. I should be back and editing on my PC again will be better that way. And yeah, sixty-four uh, gigs of memory with that with that video card should be fucking. Yeah, that'll be fucking be okay. flying, man. That, that should be yeah. able to handle you for a while. So it's a desktop, obviously. Uh, yeah, it's a big tower. Where where did you get it from? Uh, just self building. So oh, okay. uh, memory express. Memory express. Stuff yeah. Off, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Easter egg or egg, New Egg, and uh, Amazon. Oh, okay. Kind things. of you're getting your shit from all over the place then. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but now it begs me to the question: Do I upgrade my office chair? Do I do upgrade my desk? And do I upgrade my speakers? <laughs> it you all know, costs you money, man. It all costs you money. Sure, you can do you it, know, but yeah, you need you need the money. So, the desk is uh, the desk is like a, it's an IKEA desk. I got it. Uh, I don't know, ten years ago. It's still great. I have this big shelf thing that holds the monitors on top of it. So yep. it's, it's actually it's a, a very nice desk. But but the little space I have to work with in my room, my big ass main office chair doesn't work. And also this main office chair that I have that's in front of my TV for video gaming is dying. That spring in the bottom that holds your ass, yep. it just keeps, it pushes you down like the, the spring's gone. So I have to buy, I eventually have to buy a new chair, but uh, everything won't fit in this little area, tight area that I have in my room for yep. editing or anything like that. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I thought you, I thought you, that chair was fairly new that you've got. So I have a small little chair that I just got from... Yeah, because we talked about this. Yeah. Yep. So it fits fine here. So I'm okay here. Right. But um, if I were to get like a new desk and stuff, like I don't even think it would fit in this area that I have. Like everything's so compact here. It's 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 pretty fucking crazy. But yeah, I don't know. uh, Probably not. But I was looking at some of the stuff like desks aren't cheap. No, uh, no. And didn't you get a desk and a chair recently? Is that what I read in your prep? Yes, yeah. So probably within the last month, I decided, because I've been working at a, at a fucking higher table, basically a higher kitchen table with, a, with, with stools, right? And that's all. Yeah. So for what, for how many years now? For five years, obviously working through COVID and stuff like that, I've been working from that setup. I mean, it, sure, it worked out and stuff like that, but you know what? It got to a point where, you know, I need to be 
I need better posture when I'm sitting all day. Uh, yeah. I, it was just, we talked about it here and it was just kind of the right time. And, um, so yeah, so I got a new desk, a regular, it's still a kitchen table, I guess. Well, no, sorry. It's considered an office desk, but it's just a really basic small office desk. So there's no drawers. There's no, it's just a flat. It is, it, it is a hardwood table. Uh, we bought these from Ikea actually too. So, um, but yeah, really simple and it's, but, and it's small, right? It's even slightly smaller. At least it's less, the length is smaller or shorter. It's a little bit wider. Uh, but we don't have much room to work with here in our kitchen because that's where it is. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's in, a, in the space between our kitchen and our living room. I don't have an office or anything like that. So we had to really be careful with how big this thing was going to be. So it's a really basic setup. Uh, I got a gamer chair. Um, from also Ikea, but it's, hey, this stuff isn't cheap either. It is a quite a nice yeah. chair. You know, some people might call it cheaply made, but I think it's still very comfortable. It offers good support. Yeah. Uh, I think the office or the chair and table cost about 800 bucks. So it's not yeah, cheap, it's not right? Cheap. Um, but again, I guess if you're sitting all day, you need to be comfortable and you need to have that proper support. And uh, yeah, anyways, it just works. I've got my monitor arm, my microphone arm set up and you know, that gives me more space because again, it's not a big table. So I've got uh, yeah. my laptop, my, yeah, I've got, it's kind of a nice setup here now. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you know what gaming chair you bought from Ikea? Uh, I can probably find it for you because I certainly can't remember the name. Um, cause the big thing for me, like I needed, cause I, I game every night and yeah. my chair that I'm using sucks. So I was going to buy a secret labs chair because that seems to be the the quote-unquote standard for gaming chairs. A lot of people have them, say they're pretty comfy for what they do. But I know I, Ikea, they have a fuck ton as well. And if you like this one, maybe I'll go uh, take this. Those Secret Labs chairs aren't cheap. They're about six, seven hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah, that's that's not cheap at all. This is yeah. the, uh, and I'm going to trash the Swedish language. Apologies yep. for that. But it's, it's, it's the group spell. The group, group spell, uh, gaming chair. Yes. So yeah, I see it here. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, Hey, it's 400 bucks like shit. So yep. it's not cheap, but, um, I kind of like it. It's, it, I think it's been working out pretty good so far. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty comfortable. Are you using, uh, is it, what color is it? Black, white? Is it the black and the red it's, one? It's the cream colored one. So well, do they call it cream? I don't know. It's got the orange racing stripe down the back. So, oh, that's slick. Uh, the better half didn't want black, and actually, I think they were sold out of black anyway. So, um, gotcha. so we got this one, and it looks yeah, it looks good, works good. So it's quite quite nice. And with anything IKEA, did you have to put it together yourself? Oh, of course, <laughs> of yeah. course. Table and chair, you all have you have to yeah. We have to conf you have to build it yourself, but it's it's not that difficult, man. And it's, it's uh, yeah, I think I had it all. It took me it took me longer to uh, to set up the monitor arms and stuff and position them where I wanted to. It took longer to do all that stuff than it did to probably put the chair and table together. So, well, that's awesome. See, that's what counts. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got going on? There was the, uh, well, during the, our six weeks off or seven weeks off, whatever we had, I saw a fuck ton of movies in the theater. So I saw You've Barbie. Been busy, yeah. 
Yep. I saw Oppenheimer and 70 Mill at the park. I went and saw The Meg 2, which was in the 4DX theater. Do you know what that is? Okay, so yeah, I have a bunch of questions about all this. I do not what, know okay. what 4DX is, so please tell me about that first. Um, have you ever, when was the last time you were in Disneyland? Have you ever been to Disneyland? I have not, I have not been to Disneyland. Okay, so they have this uh, ride. It's like the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids ride, or they did a Captain EO ride, which is a Michael Jackson-themed ride. But essentially what it is, is you're in a big auditorium, and you sit down, and the chair kind of, it's kind of like D-Box, but the chair kind of moves up and down, but there's like scents, and there's like mist, and there's like auxiliary uh, lights no way. and stuff. No way. So wow. my mom loves sharks, so she wanted to go see the Meg too, but... I don't go see movie theater, like movies in theaters unless it's playing on a fucking huge screen because yeah. uh, my dad set up downstairs kicks ass like it's you know a ninety inch TV with full Atmos sound like we don't need to go see spend money to do that so I only go right. see it if it's like the AVX or IMAX stuff yeah um, or if it's like a special one of engagement like old school film like seventy mil is was pretty cool to see but. The uh, the Meg Two was playing in all the small theaters, but it was playing in the 4DX theater at Metrotown. So I talked, convinced my parents to go see it. And what it is is you sit; it's a row of three chairs, and the it has its own for the so it's a shark movie. So there's like it has these auxiliary lights at the top of the theater, so that it flashes in sync with the movie. It sprays water on you, and the seats just move up and down like this and shake super violently left and right. Wow! So was it cool? Yes. Would I do it again? Depends on the movie. Like, I think if you saw a Fast and the Furious or any sort of could have drive a movie, it'd be cool. I think Top Gun in it would have been cool if it was there during that time. But um, it was uh, it was definitely an experience, definitely something cool to watch. But I think it has to be the right movie because this movie was uh, a little weird. When the shark, shark would bite the seat would kind of shake up and down. Like it was, it was, I mean, it was super, super cool. It was yeah. like the D box seats, but on crack. On, like it on, was, okay. uh, yeah. So it wasn't, I mean, was it horrible? No, but uh, I would, um, I would do it again for the right movie. They can't be watching like a rom com on it or something like that because it would just be weird. But how much uh, I liked it. How much it more? Was, uh, I, sorry, how much more are those seats? Uh, like, because I think the regular D box with uh, with Atmos or AVX, what do they call it? AVX D box, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Right. Those are about what twenty six bucks or something like that. So how much was yeah, this? Yeah, so this was twenty eight, I think. So even a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. But because I see so many goddamn movies, I'm part of the scene, the uh, right. Cineplex movie club, whatever it is. So right. it's like it's a subscription base. It's like 10 bucks a month and you get a movie a month. And that movie can be used for anything. So I use one of my movie passes for that. And then I had, cool. I get guest passes. So my guest tickets for that was like, it was like eighteen ninety nine or something like that. So it wasn't too that's bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. For the amount of shows you go to, that's great. Yep. So and then I also yeah no sorry um, I was gonna say the uh, Oppenheimer in seventy millimeter is that yes. so is that is that the big uh, what do they call it um, because there was a there was only one theater in Vancouver in Langley is, and is that where you went to see because I I heard that's where you need to see that show it's um, what's the name of the the technology. So there was the. Um, it was IMAX. It is IMAX. Yep. That's the only IMAX theater in the in the Lower Mainland. Is that right? 
So there's there's actually three of us. So there's one in Langley, there's one in Richmond, and there's also one um, at the at Science Road. But Science Road wasn't showing it. But uh, the one in Langley was showing the seventy mil uh, IMAX showing of it. Okay, at, and where the one in Richmond was just doing the digital print of it. Yeah, it's. But I actually saw it at the park on Camby Street in seventy mil. Okay, like that old school movie theater on the park. Okay, um, because that's the only place where the fucking movie wasn't sold out. Like the movie was sold out. Yeah. I think it's still sold out right now. Yeah. Like it's everyone's seeing this flick. You know, Barbie did really well, but Oppenheimer is like nothing. It's I think Christopher Nolan's greatest. Uh, you know, it's it's really great. But have you seen it yet? We have not seen it. No, uh, we definitely want to. In fact, that's probably we we've talked about it. Because uh, yeah. we we don't go to many shows and. Uh, yeah. The new Mission Impossible movie was kind of one I wanted to see in theaters. We haven't seen that either. Uh, but Oppenheimer was the big one. And um, uh, we watched the documentary. There's a document, or not a complimentary. There's a supporting, I guess, documentary on on Oppenheimer. It's mostly to do with, obviously, the, the, the man, uh, yeah. Robert Oppenheimer. Not, not necessarily Christopher Nolan, even though he appears in it. But... Uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was a really good documentary, and obviously it just makes us want to see the movie uh, even more. So hopefully we can catch it before it comes to digital streaming. Well, it's still playing in in the big ass theater right downstairs from me at six yeah. fifteen and ten fifteen. So you're still good, but it's three hours, so it's a yeah. bit of a yeah, it is. It's, uh, but awesome! It's re- it's really good. It's really well done. Yeah, like, well, that's just uh, that sort of history really interests me. Uh, so I mean, I'm sure it's a good movie, especially on in IMAX, which we yeah. wouldn't be able to see here. But uh, but yeah, just just the story I think is something that's really I find really interesting. So uh, that's why I'm really keen to see it. Oh fuck yeah! Cool. Yeah, make it uh make it your long. Are you off tomorrow? Are you off? Uh, yeah. Well, I probably have to work tomorrow. I've been slammed too, man. Uh, just been yeah. so busy. I've got a lot of deadlines coming up this week, and uh, oh, tomorrow might be. It would be. It would be nice maybe to catch the early show or something like that tomorrow before it gets too busy. Although, like you said, there I think they're all sold out anyways. Yeah, eventually, but um, I don't know. We'll see what's going on. Maybe we can catch it tomorrow. Well, I wish you, I wish you luck. It's it's an experience. Go go yeah. check it out. It's it's fucking pretty cool. So, sounds good. Mm. Uh, what the hell else? I also saw so Metallica streamed uh, their shows from two weeks ago from Arlington, Texas, into the movie theater. So I saw that. I saw both nights of one and two. So it was Friday and Sunday night of that uh, of their Worldwide seventy two seasons tour it was uh it was fucking pretty cool but i was chatting with a buddy does that count as seeing them live because it was a live stream from that live show that they played so does that count can i knock them off is that time 20 and 21 for me or do i have to is it is it just 20 a fake one? Because 21 wow yeah. It was uh, like, is it's I don't, I don't know. I don't know the rules behind it. Like, yeah. I know you can't wear your the band T-shirt into uh, the the band gig unless it's a concert shirt and you know all this shit. But does that count? Because technically, that's, it was live and I saw it live and it was. You know, that's the same that's shit. that's a good question, but uh, probably not because I could say, oh, I've seen. 
I've seen the Boston Bruins play live hundreds of times, and uh, I mean, well, I'm not. I mean, have. I mean, I'm not in a theater. I'm at home <laughs> watching them live. But I don't know. Yeah. Is that the kind of the same thing? I don't know. I don't know, and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the rules are anymore, man. Either, but um, I, I think there's. I think it's. I think you kind of have to be there in person to really experience it, and you weren't. So I don't know if you can count those. Fuck. I don't know. Balls. That's, okay, but anyways, it was fucking cool. The new stuff sounds killer live. The yeah. sound mix on it coming into the theaters was fantastic. Yeah, I bet. I just want to know the, the how they did it technically and uh, using whatever tech they used to do it because it just it sounded like an amazing live mix. Like it was just it just ripped. Even the first couple songs, like you could tell they were working on different things because the vocals would be loud for a second and they'd be down and they were mixing it on the fly trying to get it right, but. It was uh, yeah. It was pretty fucked up. It is pretty amazing what they can do now with that stuff now, right? So, so like like you said, I mean, I know they're playing a full tour and they're playing, um, you know, they've got this big setup and 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 whatever, but um, they're just so much more accessible now because of this technology, right? So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So if you can't go to the show, you can at least do stuff like this. Well, it's big. The question, are. like so. Should artists start streaming into theaters and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, would you pay? Um, you know, what happens? X show is playing at the Commodore and it's beyond sold out. So, hey, we'll live stream it into the two movie theaters down the street so you can all check it out and see whatever happens. Yeah. So, would you, because these tickets were event tickets, so they were $25.99 each to get in. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was the full live show. Like, it was, you know, not close to being there but yeah i gotta sit down i wasn't getting sweated on yeah. like it was you know it was it was a different concert experience you know but is it still a concert does it still count as a live show event yeah yeah i don't know that's it's that's a good question and no, would you pay no for it like yeah. if so and so was playing at the commodore would you uh if it was sold out would you pay 25 dollars to sit in a the movie theater and watch that same performance in a movie theater yeah it's it's a uh, it's a good are, question. It's a way maybe yeah. for bands and promoters and venues to make more money if if you know as long as the technology doesn't make it too pricey for them to to you know to kind of implement that sort of stuff because because certainly not every venue could support something like that, right? I mean, uh, no, I mean imagine imagine setting up the, the I don't know I mean, I mean, sure. This is Metallica, and they're taking it to these big stadiums, and and they've got this big elaborate setup, right? Where they can probably, they've got the space, they've got the time, they've got the, they've got the money, money. For the, to do all this sort of stuff. Imagine a band coming through the Commodore. Right? It, it would be unless unless the Commodore or Live Nation kind of implements this technology themselves and and installs it permanently for them to do this. Uh, it becomes pretty impossible for most bands to do it. That's for sure. Yeah, it's an interesting idea, though. That's that's for sure. And you're right. It's it's a question to ask people. Um, and maybe that's a place to start. You know, how much interest would there be if we were able to do something like this, right? So, like, would you do it? Would you would you support us, or would you do a purchase? Would you support the the artist? I guess as well, if. Uh, if we had this setup, would you purchase these tickets to come see them on screen as opposed to live in the venue? I don't know. 
Yeah, fuck, it's a, it's a good question. And you're right, like, where's the overhead? Like, they need to come in with their own couple road cases to do it. Then you got to film it live, and you got to do a bunch yeah. of shit like that. And so it's... Uh, it's a big production the, deal, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there could be different companies. That could be a full new business venture. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Uh, we need the <laughs> capital gains for that, though. That's kind of a pain in the ass. We're, we're having a hard time with uh, five cents here, never mind uh, production to do something like that or uh, set up to do something like that, right? It's got to be a billion dollars for that because oh, okay. you need all the top of the line gear. You'd have to carry it all. You'd have to buy all the right cases. You need the crew yeah. to hire. Like, holy fuck. Like, it gives me a headache thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but we talked about uh, what I've kind of got for vacation. Do you have any vacation plans coming up? Were you supposed to yeah. go on a road trip? We, well, What's going, what are you doing? Well, we do. Well, yes, I, I do have uh, I do have a, my trip out to Canmore plans. Uh, that's in a couple of weeks. So I think we're chatting next week, and then I've got the week off yep. uh, for that. So just out for a visit again, see my parents. Um, so that'll be that'll be kind of cool. We were out there in June for a quick trip. There was a wedding out there at the time too, so it wasn't. It just it was too fast. So it was good to visit, good to hang out, but I didn't really get much time to help out or do anything there. So this trip it'll be what six days or something like that, a little bit longer. So that'll be nice. Uh, and, and before the snow flies, I guess come winter time. Although yeah, the last couple of years I've been traveling out there to see him when it's been cold anyway so just what i need to do at this period of life so uh but hey speaking of vacations real vacations we actually yeah, have something planned because it's been quite a long time for us we haven't been holy any... shit yeah we've even got our flights booked so wow. yes what do you got coming up we are going to london paris and iceland Good for you guys. So, uh, so yeah, I'm. Uh, it's I'm looking forward to it. I think I think initially, I don't know. I think I think the the better half is listening, but she knows this anyways, right? I was a little bit reluctant <laughs> about going to London and Paris and. Have you ever been? I've never. We've never been. No, neither one of us have been over to Europe. So okay. Uh, hey, I'm, there's lots to see and do. I'm sure it's beautiful, and I know we're going to have good time anyways. I just figured, well, yeah. there's there's other places that I would probably think of going to before either of those two, right? Uh, but it's grown on me. It's We've talked about it lots. We've uh, looked at some of the things that we can do, and what really yeah. sealed it for me was the stop the stop in Iceland on the way back. Well, we're actually flying through Iceland both ways, uh, but we're actually spending three nights in Reykjavik on the way back. So that'll be really cool. Yeah. Um, so we're yeah, going. Yeah, so I've been to London. London's awesome. Yeah. Um, never been to Paris, but Paris is just supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are, are you doing the, are you going to the museums? Are you doing the Eiffel Tower there? What do you, what do well, you plan? Well, well, that's the thing. We've, I mean, yes, we've talked about all of this stuff, right? But we have got no definite plans. We haven't booked our hotels there or anything yet, right? We've got the flights booked. We did look at different yeah. places to stay. And, um, hey, I want to go see Jim Morrison while we're there. That'll be cool. Um, so, so stuff like that. We've got our list. We, we haven't set up a, a plan or an itinerary or purchased any other tickets or anything like that at this point. So, um, so it'll be fun. We're going next spring. Um, it's still far away. Shit. I was thinking, yeah. well, shit, we've got our flight booked, but hey, we're not leaving for another nine months. Like, wow. 
We just we just figured we just figured you know looking at prices and that's the other thing it's not cheap and and I don't think it's going to get any cheaper. What we what we found for flights seemed very reasonable, and that's why we just decided you know let's just put let's just do this let's book it and book our flights and then we could kind of work everything else out over the next couple months. Well, so. not only that, it also gives you time to save because I don't know if wow. how much money you guys that's true too savings. yeah. But yeah. like if you prepay for something now, you're, it's done, and then you can prepay yeah. for your hotels or your stays. It's done, and you just got to worry yeah. about feeding yourself, right? Right, and that's and that's what I was going to say is that this is turning out to be a lot more expensive than I thought it'd be, and which yeah. which is fine. We're we're doing it, and let's just go and let's have fun, and you know we're not going to be staying at a thousand dollar a night hotels or anything like that. Yeah, but you know I figured you know initially when we started talking about it, I figured okay, for 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 whatever 12 or 13 nights you know we'd be looking at 3000 bucks for flights and hotels <laughs> no that's no that's that's not you know that's each right so 3000 bucks each that's 6000 bucks yeah, and then yeah. and then obviously your fun and food and everything else on top of that uh no it's going to be a lot more expensive than that it's going to be it's probably going to be seven or eight thousand dollars by the looks of things, so, right? So it's not I fucking was, cheap. I, well, I, I agree. It's it's bullshit now, and I don't know how much it was earlier. Like, but I was reading a stat the other day that said if you're planning to go anywhere abroad, you should plan for a thousand dollars a day. Wow. So because that, I mean, you might have money left over, but you have the money to spend because a thousand and. I don't know if that was including your flight because if you pre-book your flights, you're good. But if it's a thousand dollars a day per person, you know, so you have it covers all your food, it would cover your stay in a hotel, it covers all the exhibits and stuff you want to go visit, and it covers your transportation once you're there. Right. So there's like Ubers, taxis, whatever train systems they got, buses, trolleys, whatever you're doing. It was like a thousand dollars a day, give or take, whatever it is. Obviously, you're probably not going to spend a thousand dollars a day, and it'll oh, kind of budget out for the more expensive things. Yeah, but that's a lot. It's, that's, uh, even it's for two people, even for two people, that's that's a lot, right? So yeah, or at least I grand. find it is. Well, well, yeah. If you're, yeah, exactly. If you're yeah. going for ten nights, thousand bucks a day. I mean, for you're going to come back. Like, but is it a, is it a good safety net to have? Because what oh, happens yes, if you're out yes, that way? Yes. And shit hits the fan, whatever it is. It's okay. Well, don't worry. We got the money to stay an extra day or two days. And yes. If you can make it work, you're good. Yeah. You know. So is is it a good practice to have? Is For it a sure. good practice to? to um, but who has that extra money and who can is able to save that much? Yeah. Like twenty grand, like ten grand each for a, you know what ten days is a fucking long time, like a lot of money for whatever you're doing. Yeah. No, it's it's it probably is a good plan, but you're right. It's it's still like we don't have that kind of money, that's for sure. But no, no one. But you're right. Hey, if some fucking thing like COVID or something like that or nine eleven happens again, ho- hopefully not. Um, yeah, you know, you're going to be stranded for a couple of days or something, and you're at least that, and you're going to have to be prepared for it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, anyways, uh, you know, again, I'm sure we're going to do it. We're going to have fun. We're going to see some cool things, um, like but even hotels. Like we, so we were looking at hotels. Like you're lucky if you can get a hotel for under two hundred dollars Canadian, and two hundred dollars yeah. may not sound like much because I don't think you can even get a hotel here in Vancouver for two hundred bucks a night. So, um, 
but but for 200 bucks a night in some places like London and stuff like they some a lot of them a lot of them actually do not even include a fucking bathroom right so you got to oh, fuck, fuck you got to fuck it's like almost like it's called a hotel but they're almost yeah. like hostels where where sure you might get your own sleeping quarters but that's really about all there is and you got to fucking share a bathroom and everything right and like I'm going fuck that so I'm I'm not coming all the way over here so I could fucking share a bathroom with some fucking idiot that I don't even know who who or who they are so yeah like fuck that so um and hey I guess that's my decision I don't I'm not knocking people who do that sort of thing because there's lots of people who uh they have no problem with that and they're trying to save money and maybe spread out their vacation a little bit longer or something like that, whatever the reason. So good on them. But for us, you know, this is our first trip to Europe. I'm not going to be sharing bathrooms with anybody. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So again, 300 bucks, let's just say 300 bucks a night for 12 nights. What's, what is, what is that? That's $3,600. Yeah. Like that. So that's just for hotel, right? So, yeah. So, so again, this is, you know, we're looking at seven or eight grand, probably even more once you throw in food and some of the other transportation and museums or tickets or, you know, entertainment or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be cheap, man. So, but, uh, but again, Hey, it's, I think we're, I think we're due. I think we need to do something like this. It'll be good for us. And, uh, yeah, again, I keep saying it, but we're, we're, we're going to have fun. I, I know, I know we'll have a good time and I'm looking forward to it. So. No, it'll be, you guys, are, it's going to be, uh, it, it, it'll be rad. I, I am jealous. Uh, do you have the blue lagoon on your list in Iceland? Uh, no, no, I don't. I do now, but what is it? Yeah. <laughs> what so is it? It's just big. It's a big ass kind of like natural hot spring. Oh, okay. And there's like a bunch. It looks fucking cool. Like it yeah. just looks cool. Look it up. Write it down. Called the Blue uh, Lagoon. The Iceland Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Um. It looks like uh. It looks like Harrison Hot Springs, but on fucking steroids. Like it look. It just looks cool. Uh. So it says the, the description of it is the Blue Lagoon is a geothermic spa in southern Iceland. The spa is located in the lava field near Guavavik in front of the Mount. I can't pronounce that. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, the water is supplied and nearby the geothermal power station. Like it just looks fucking cool. So yeah. um, okay, put right that on. on your list. It's supposed to be awesome. It's a made. It's obviously it's a tourist hot strap or hot spot, but yeah, it looks it looks fucking pretty cool. Yeah, uh, they say it's. Um, <laughs> You can get in the place for sixty-two bucks, and the premium ticket is seventy-nine dollars. Well, that's so. not so bad because a lot of I think a lot of tours and tickets and like they're all a minimum a hundred bucks and stuff like that. Then that's American, and uh, yeah, so that's that American sounds American. reasonable, I guess. And uh, Iceland is supposed to be just amazing and beautiful, and that's why yeah. and that's what really sold me about this when I when I figured out that we could uh, fly through Iceland. Uh, because we're taking Iceland Air, and it's and it's and it was cheaper to do that. Sure, we've got our stopovers and stuff, and we got to go through Reykjavik. But you know what? It was cheaper this way. Um, our flight was cheaper this way than going through Air Canada or booking some other package or anything like that, right? So, oh yeah, sure. That means we're staying an extra night or two. Uh, so the money we're saving on a flight, we're spending elsewhere. But but hey, still it's. Uh, Iceland is is just that's what sold me on this for sure. So yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 gonna be. 
cool, beautiful volcanoes. If there is something happening at the time, we're certainly going to check it out and as long as oh, it's yeah. safe to do so, of course. But, um, but yeah, it's, it'll be, it'll be nice. And also with Iceland, apparently it's the best spot for the Northern Lights if you haven't seen yes. those yet. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's, that's going to be fucking rad. Yeah. So can't wait. Well, Can't wait well, for it to happen, guys. And that's next year. That's next year. That's next spring. Yes. Okay. Well, that'll be. Uh, it, it'll come quicker than you know because this Probably. year somehow flew by. Probably. Like it's, it's yes. A... We're in September already, man. It's crazy. Don't know. I just don't know. What else have we got going on here? What else we got going? On? Did you get a new watch? And are you doing a new Plex server? I know these are two yeah, big things. But what yeah, yeah. What are you doing now? Well, we're talking about technology and stuff, and some really cool things you're doing and spending money, spending lots of money. Well, I'm spending oh, lots fun. of money too. Yeah. Vacation, whatever, chair, table. Um, I per yes, I did. I I bought the new Galaxy Watch Classic. Uh, so I traded in my. Uh, my, what is it? The Galaxy 4 or the Galaxy Watch 4 that I had. So it's really funny. I mean, because, because you know me, I didn't wear a watch. I never wore a watch. I felt that there was no need for me to have a watch for like forever. Like I just didn't wear a watch. So I decided to pick up that watch 4. That was a couple, well, a year and a half, (laughs) probably, what, probably 20 months ago. Yeah. And I really I really enjoyed it. It really grew on me. I really embraced uh that technology and then some of the capabilities I I guess uh, you know as far as you know tracking and and I sure I hate tracking and and people being able to see what I'm doing but um you know just but but that health side of it especially you know, just with us focusing on those sort of things. Um yeah, it was really cool. So, um, so when this watch six came out, it just came out uh, last month, the brand new upgrade, I guess the watch six, uh, I jumped on it. I got a, tra- yeah. I got a bit of a trade in off my watch four, but so that's the thing I've grown. It's grown in size. Like the watch four, I got the, the smaller model. It was made of aluminum. It was a smaller watch. I didn't get the top of the line stainless steel watch because there's different options of for, for the Samsung watches, right? Yep. Uh, so yeah, so it was light, it was small, it was um, cheaper, of course. Uh, with the Galaxy Watch Six, they brought back the full rotating bezel, which is yep. just amazing uh, because that disappeared for the Watch Five. Uh, and I also got the 47, I, I basically got the biggest watch you can buy. It's the 47 millimeter classic with the rotating bezel. It's stainless steel. It's bigger. Oh, wow. It's heavier. Um, so, so for not wearing a watch two years ago or a little bit to, to now wearing this big fucking magnet on your, or not magnets, a big brick on your arm. I'm exaggerating because it's not that bad at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. but it's quite a, quite a, um, quite a journey for me, I guess. Um, and, um, did I need to do it by it? Probably not, but uh, Hey, it's, it's something that, it, that, um, that I've just kind of embraced and it doesn't do any more or anything different really than the old watch, but it's the newer technology. And, uh, there are some software upgrades and stuff like that, that I think that are coming that are going to be really cool. So. Um, the rotating bezels bezel is, is, is just 
amazing. It's it's better than just swiping on your phone. That's for sure. You can oh, rotate yeah. rotate through the different menus and and do the different things just by rotating uh, the bezel. And uh, so that's what's really neat. It's, it's a sharp looking phone. The display is amazing. Sorry, that's probably the yeah. the biggest the biggest difference right away. Uh, the size, the weight, but the display is just phenomenal. It's just such a uh, such a sharp, crisp uh, display on it. It looks really cool. Well, you're paying for uh, the new tech, right? So the new tech yeah. is the display and all the stuff. Yeah. Um, are you are you sleep tracking yet or no? Yes. So uh, so that is what I've really started doing. Occasionally, I would wear my watch to to bed uh, before with the old one. But now, since I picked up this, I've been wearing it every single night and tracking my sleep, and and I hope it's accurate. So, I mean, it's probably close enough, anyways, right? It gives you an idea as to. I still wonder how they do that, right? Just by wearing the watch, how does it know? Yeah. How does it know that you're sleeping? How does it know you're in a deep sleep? How does it know you're in a REM sleep? Like it's like how does it differentiate yeah. between those different things? I don't know how that all that works. I don't know if it's completely accurate. Um, it's pretty kind of pretty cool to track this stuff though, and to and to see your well, I wouldn't see progress, but just to see over time how how you're kind of doing things, and that goes for the health stuff too, right? Because it can do exactly it can do biometrics, it can do uh, all this other stuff in it in, in addition to just simple things like your heart rate, right? So, uh, but it's kind of neat. No, I like, uh, I've been tracking sleep forever. Like, again, I think these watches is such a great companion with any sort of smart device like your phone. I mean, it pairs with your phone, right? And that's what, exactly what it does. Yeah. And it's it's such a cool accessory to have. Like, yes, it's a watch. It tells the time, but it does so much more than that. And um, does that, is your, these Samsung watches have the ability to use Alexa? Is it Alexa? Do you guys use Alexa? Is that what it is? Well, it's Alexa... It, part of the ecosystem on that? No, it's not Alexa because it's it's an Android device, so it's all Google. So yes, yeah, so oh, it's, so it's so I can make yeah. I can make phone calls. Uh, I can yes, yep. I can do different things. Uh, I don't do that sort of stuff. I've been most for you know I've I've basically turned off all of that uh, <clears throat> that sort of voice automation within the home here because again yeah. I don't like Google listening in on me, but. But I, I do wonder sometimes if it's if it, there would be a benefit for me to do it, and um, sometimes I think yes. Uh, have I gotten that route yet? No, I haven't. So yeah, but it but but you're right. It's a Samsung device, so it integrates completely uh, or very well with my Samsung phone. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I, I've been I've been enjoying it. So. Uh, my sleep over time has been pretty shitty. Uh, yes, I know all along, I've known for a long time that I'm not a very good sleeper and that uh, I probably, I'm lucky if I get six and a half hours of sleep. That includes some awake time during the night, but um, yeah. In fact, it, it, it gives you a sleep score actually. And... Like last night, for example, my sleep score was seventy three, which which is good for me. Yeah. Um, it 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 calculates that number based on certain factors and stuff like that. And again, depending on your level of sleep, deep sleep, and all that sort of stuff, your mental rec- health recovery, health physical health recovery. Like I don't know, 
again, how does it do all this stuff? I don't know, but, um, but yeah, anyways, like I'm looking at my score like earlier in the week and it's, uh, I don't know. Oh, my sleep score. Oops. I didn't notice this one. My sleep score, not last night, the night before was 44. That's pretty shitty. It says it needs attention. <laughs> yeah. But that is a pretty bad sleep score, I, I think. Um, uh, and sure, a lot of it has to do with the sleep time. So my sleep time that night in total was not very, not very good. Sleep cycles, I think, uh, were poor. Wakefulness, I must have been awake quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, that's a pretty shitty sleep score. So anyways, just, just again, to, to, to look at this stuff, to track it, um, over time gives you an idea, I guess, even if it's not completely accurate, I guess it gives you an idea as to how things are going with your, with your life, whether it comes to sleep, blood pressure, heart rates, all that sort of stuff. So. No, like I said, if you like, if you, it saves you from pulling your phone out of your pocket. Plus, it gives you all yeah. these cool things if you use yeah. it. Like, sleep track yourself because sleep is the most important thing you can do for your body. Um, yeah. It needs to be done. It needs to be addressed if it's not shitty. Like, yesterday, I slept like a fucking beast. I got eight hours of sleep yesterday. I had three hours and 45 minutes of deep sleep. Wow. You know, like, yeah, I, I was dead to the world. Yeah. My sleep rating was 100%. But the day before that... I got 14 minutes of deep sleep. I got five hours and 29 minutes of sleep, you know, like, and my sleep rating for that was 49%. Okay. So it, it's crazy on what it does and how it tracks you and stuff. And I yeah. felt like garbage uh, yesterday, totally drinking a lot of water and trying to get myself back into shape and <laughs> ready to go for the night. But it was a, it was tough. But yeah, no, if you got the extra, even, it doesn't have to be the latest and the greatest. Even if it's a couple of years old, it still works and still does a lot of the cool stuff. Um, you were mentioning and how it tracks you. When you, whenever you put your watch on, and sometimes it's like glowing red. It glows red and it glows yellow at some point, so you can see it underneath your wrist. Yes. That's tracking the lights. So there, there's ions or lights in there that detect, like it, the red one looks for a different sort of vein, so it can kind of detect on... Um, how fast your blood is moving, and that's what it's reading to help you sleep. I see. Does okay. that make sense? It does make sense. So, yes, I've noticed yeah. the lights. I've often wondered whether or not that light is good for you, especially all night when you're wearing the thing and the light is on. Uh, it's actually probably a good question. Like, is like, Has anybody tested all of this stuff over a long period of time to see what effects it may have on us, right? Um but well, it eventually. It's probably an honest I question. Don't know if I don't it know. Burned me. I got something happened to me a couple. I don't know, a couple watches ago, or maybe a couple months ago. Like it, my wrist was like I'm fucking. I don't know if you can see this, but I have the watch tan of watch tans. <laughs> I thought mine um, was getting so, pretty good, but uh, yeah, this yeah, is this right is on. pretty good. Yeah, but like at one point, the watch burned me. Wow, because I had like little dots and it was really really sensitive so i just left it off for a night and tried it again it was fine like my body recovered but it did like it burned me or did something made it super sensitive for a little bit so that's pretty significant yeah yeah so it happens maybe one day you'll get it or or whatever but um you know i've been wearing i've always worn a watch it's always been kind of a part of me but and it kind of happened i had a when smartwatches and stuff first came out, I had a Pebble watch, 
for a while. And that was a little worse because that watch would kind of run hot as well. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a little different. But uh, but yeah, no, just keep a track. I don't think I think they fixed most of those issues. But maybe I don't fuck. I can't remember. I should have fucking wrote down. I think <laughs> it was either six months or maybe almost a year ago. My watch, what my it made my skin get super sensitive. So that's the watch you currently have now, or that was the old one that you it had. It was I don't my know when, uh, was it I just, previous one? It, it would have been this watch. Okay, I've had this watch for two years, so it would have been this one. Okay, but um, I don't know what I was doing. Like, I, and I also don't remember my day. Like it could have been, I could have been out swimming or something. I don't. I should, I don't really remember. But I, I remember my arm being sensitive, and I couldn't wear my watch to sleep one day because yeah. I got out of the shower and it was kind of irritated. So I was like, oh, I'll just go without it. So yeah. that's kind of what I ended up doing. Cool. So yeah, yeah fuck. Anyway. Just keep an eye on it. If you haven't had an issue now, maybe they fixed that problem. Maybe I fucked up myself. I'm not saying it's the watch, but it could have been. Who the fuck knows? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but real quick, yes, I also built a new Plex server. Um, yeah, I, I've been running Plex on my Synology NAS, and um, so it's not only storage on the NAS. It's I've been actually running uh, the Plex server. Uh, I've also got a number of uh, Docker containers running. Um, let's see, there's probably I probably got to fourteen or sixteen Docker containers running various applications and programs and stuff like that, doing different things. I, I've I've wanted to kind of move some of that away from my storage, so I wanted to set up something something different as a server, especially for Plex. Um, so so yeah, so I've done that. Uh, I purchased a, uh, a basically a NUC. Um, Intel was famous for their NUCs. What the fuck does NUC mean? N U C. What does that's a really good question, because in, <laughs> Intel. I didn't even know what a container in, was. In, I had to look that up. Well, yeah, look up, look up, uh, look up Docker containers and stuff like that, because they are yeah. really, really cool. What you can do with some of this stuff now, and you basically separate these applications from each other in containers, and um, and and yes, some of them have to communicate with each other, but they're still basically running. They're not virtual machines. Actually, I'll get into virtual machines in a little bit. But um, yeah, they're just basically different containers, um, and uh, they use very little resources on your device. And um, yeah, they're 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 very cool. But uh, but a NUC, what is a NUC? Intel is famous for their NUCs because, um, and they're they're actually getting out of the the NUC game now. They just recently announced that. Uh, shit, what does uh, what does NUC mean? And you see next unit of computing. Oh, okay. I don't know what, but basically a NUC though is basically just a little mini PC. It's a, yeah, it's a little, form factor. yes, is a small form, very, quite powerful because they have, uh, they do load them up pretty good. Sure. They are on boards, mother, uh, video cards and stuff like that, but you can, you can upgrade them and basically throw in a, uh, an SSD in there. Uh, and on top of your regular one that's uh, comes with the device, you can load them up with memory. Some of them, uh, maybe 32 for sure, maybe up to 64. I'm not sure. Uh, anyways, it's a it's a small form factor. They're very powerful. Uh, this, obviously, the newer ones are running the newer processors, stuff like that. Um, I I ended up going with a <clears throat> a company called B Link. Yes, they are out of China. 
kind of a, a little bit of a worry there. But anyways, they do run Intel processors. They've got really good components, yeah. uh, very powerful machines. I, I got a newer one called the uh, SEI 12 Pro. So it's running an i5 processor, uh, but it's it's got a few cores, so it can run some different applications, do some different things. It's got 32 gigs. Oh, no, sorry. Mine has 16 gigs of memory. I can upgrade it to 32, which I might do. Um, anyways, anyways, they come pre-installed with Windows 11 Pro, but I dumped awesome. that. I dumped that immediately, and I loaded something called Proxmox. Prox, okay. Proxmox is, um, what's the easiest way to, to say what Proxmox is? Basically, it's it runs on Debian, so it's a Linux-based operating system. Um, it's all open source. It's a server solution or platform, though, to for virtual machines. So basically, you're setting up virtual computers on this one hardware device. So That's you awesome. you essentially have, uh, depending on your specs, of course, uh, the more hard drive space, the more memory, uh, all of that sort of stuff, the more virtual machines you can set up on this one computer. So you can load up different operating, multiple operating systems in their own virtual machine. Uh, you can also do containers as well, which use up less resources. Uh, anyways, at the end of the day, I bought this device. I threw on Proxmox. I loaded up an instance of uh, Plex Media Server, and I'm running that now off my off my B my B Link device. Uh, and again, just a small form factor. Um, it works great. It took, you know, obviously to back up my, my Plex server on my Synology and bring everything over, um, to this device took a lot of time. Um, yeah. it's been working great. I, I, I love it. And it's supposed to be low on power as well, which the Synology is too, but, uh, I just wanted to separate those two things. So I wanted my NAS to be more of a NAS. Uh, I, I still have those all of those Docker containers running on the NAS, but for now I've put the Plex server, uh, I've put an instance of Pi-hole on there, and also something called Home Assistant. Home Assistant. Uh, I think I talked about Home Assistant once in, yeah. the, once in the past. So I've installed that. I really haven't got that set up too much yet. So, um, but yeah, there's still a whole lot more. I've still got lots of resources on there that I can use. Maybe I'll eventually bring those Docker containers over from my Synology onto this, into, into Proxmox. Um, that'll take a little bit of work, but, uh, but it's something, again, that will just free up more resources off my Synology, right? So uh, it's been fun to play with. It's, you know, it's been, it's, it's learning more Linux, which I've also, which I've always been wanting to do. I mean, I've always tinkered with Linux. Um, yeah. It just, you know what? It makes me want to get even more away from running Windows. And I would yeah. I would probably dump Windows on permanently on my laptop if it, if it wasn't for, I was going to say the Adobe apps because Adobe only runs typically, it only runs in Windows, right? Or, or Mac OS. Um, but really probably, I don't do a lot of that stuff at home and I could always do it on my work PC. PC if I needed to. What really, yep. and this may not be a good excuse, but for now, the biggest thing that prevents me from moving to Linux permanently is the Elgato 
software. Oh, in, yeah. In particular, Wavelink and uh, and the Stream Deck software. Those two, and, and I don't know why Elgato surprisingly has not gotten into the Linux game yet. That's the biggest thing. So they do not develop their products, including their software, for Linux, which is really surprising because, you know, a lot of people... Um, a lot of people use Linux, especially in this sort of, you know, you look at the people who use their products. A lot of them probably are people who would get into Linux or want to use their products on Linux, but it's impossible at this yeah. point. So that's probably especially like. Well, and I, I'm with you because like it seemed like a no an up up and coming program, but you think they would have Linux support for this stuff because there's yeah. a lot of creators on different platforms who use different things. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So. It's uh, it's a little weird. Maybe send yeah. him a personalized tweet. <laughs> well, not a tweet, but I w I could yes, still reach out to them and see what their roadmap is. Do you have a plan for Linux? Just excuse me to uh, to run your software on Linux at some point. Um, because I would dump, I would dump Microsoft and Windows in a heartbeat. I really would. Um, yeah. I mean, I could, I could still dual boot, which I have done in the past. I could dual boot and, uh, just leave the Windows partition for things like, like Adobe, uh, whenever I need to do something or broadcasting like we're doing right now. And yep. then the other partition would be Linux and do whatever I want. Right. So. I don't know. To me, it's just a kind of a pain in the ass. To me, I feel, why do that? Why should I have to do that? Why not just pick one or the other and just go with it, right? And forget about, forget about it. But that's just, that's just not not the way it is. I don't think Adobe will ever be available on Linux. Um, yeah. But hopefully, like like you said, for the creators out there, who. A lot of them are on Linux, you know. Why not? Why not offer that support as well? I don't know. It's hard. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. It is. It is. Hopefully, they'll get with the program and do, develop that soon because it can't be that difficult. And again, you would probably reach a wider audience. So, I would think so. Uh, no, just, yeah, fuck, but good on you. That because I, I saw that it was in your prep that mini microcomputer. It's fucking cool, man. Like it it's is got good reviews. Yeah, it's for sure. It, it's super slick. So, um, did you get it off Android or not Android? Did you get it off uh, Amazon or did you use? Uh, uh, yes, I did actually. <clears throat> I looked around yeah. a little bit, and uh, they actually had a flash sale on Amazon for a bunch of these B-Link devices. So this was oh, more, awesome. this, I don't know that it was necessarily top of the line, but it, this, uh, this SEI 12 pro is fairly new. I think it came out within the last eight months and, um, and the price was, yeah, pretty good with that flash sale. I think it saved me a couple of hundred bucks. So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool. Well, good on you, man. That's fucking badass. Yeah. So that's my money spending news technology stuff here, I guess. Uh, I think we both... Well, you just got to keep upgrading, especially in what we do in our nerdiness and yeah. stuff. It's just... Uh, it's a good thing. But uh, sure. let's 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 move on to music because I got to start getting ready for work here in a little bit. So we Sounds got a lot good. of stuff to talk about. We'll catch up. We, get, we didn't hit all the stuff off my list. We didn't hit all the stuff off your list, but we'll get there. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, are you cute and ready to go? Because I'm not. You're. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were doing pretty well here, and all set. Hey, listen, all set you to know, go. But, this uh, shit goes awry. I have to look up what a container meant. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, so uh, it's. Uh, I am. Re- I am ready. If you want me to to go for yeah, it here, okay. Start going. Okay, let's. Uh, I've got something playing. I need some audio here, though. I've got a new track from. There we go. Can you hear that? I can hear that. Uh, K.K.'s Priest. Uh, K.K. Downing has got a new album while his band is called K.K.'s Priest. New album coming out next month. This is the second single, I think. It's called Strike of the Viper. Fucking this rips, man. I mean, turn it down a little bit, but fuck, this is just such good stuff. I just... uh, Could it be Judas Priest? Well, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I probably said the same thing last time when his first album came out because I know I played a track back then. Uh, great stuff. I mean, it, it's really unfortunate how all of that went down. Um, you know, because I think he regrets his decision to to leave Judas Priest. I think so. Um, and there might be some animosity, 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 animosity between them now because of, well, because you know, because when Glenn came down with uh, what is it, Alzheimer's, because he's been having a harder time, he can only do a small number of shows, and even then, only a couple songs. I think he is still part of the yeah. writing process. I think with Judas Priest, um, um, but but I think I think Cake, I think Downing was. A little hurt when he didn't get invited back into the band to replace Glenn when he came down with his illness. So um, yeah, I think so. Anyways, that's it's really too bad, but at the same time, it's good that he's still in music. He's still enjoying himself. He's still he's a hell of a guitarist, and uh, he's doing some really cool things here. So so good on him for keep, for keeping it going. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, the song ripped. Uh, it, it sounds like old school kick the old school era of Judas Priest obviously yeah. but I, I you know I heard the song whatever 10 days ago whatever it was and it was yeah it was badass yeah cool sounds good so that's my first pe- uh, track here or the first uh, pick of the week I suppose and uh, let me turn that off all right this other track I've got for you this week is uh, a band I also uh, talked about previously uh, I don't think they've got a new album come out. This was just a one-off single that they've released on Bandcamp. Um, and where did you go? It's uh, it's it's Trillion Ton Britillium Ships. Fuck, it's just uh, such a cool name for a band, man. It's just, and you know it's going to be heavy when when you have a name like that. So <laughs> Trillion Ton Britillium Ships. Uh, so the name of their, this single is called Silo, and it's just... Um, heavy doom metal man it's just uh uh you you might be able to hear it if i can fucking turn it up here so uh there we go just it's a ton of fucking bricks no it's a ton of ships that's what it is it's a trillion it's a trillion ton of britillium ships yeah so um when I heard this stuff on Bandcamp, uh, I, again, this was, you know, a few months ago. I just bought up all their shit on Bandcamp because uh, this is this stuff is right up my alley. Oh yeah, good stuff. Good yeah. Stuff. 
So, I only have a couple tracks this week. I know that there's lots of music out there. I know for sure that I had some other stuff uh, lined up to uh, for you to listen to, and I never wrote them down because I've been See, bad. That, that's what, I've been bad for that. That's so. what I did. Yeah. Like during the week, I would just go through and just add to this list of shit I did. So I actually have six. I'm not going to play all six, but um, you know, there's I've just found some good stuff. I've played it before here on the show. Spirit Box. We played Spirit Box a couple times before. Yeah. I like this shit. They played the Commodore. I have major FOMO about missing the show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was uh, just just I don't know. It's fucking cool. I I like to consider it like a. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy Spirit Box. They're Canadian. They're from Vancouver Island. So uh, great, great stuff here. Um, I, I've played. Do you remember Spirit Box? I've played yes. them before on the show. Yes. yes. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got a so, bit of yeah, Canadian that, content here this week, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Deadlands. These guys are another. So this lady, her name's uh, Casey. I don't want to say McGraves, but I don't know what it is. But she opened up. She was the vocalist for uh, Nina Strauss when she rolled through Vancouver, and um, at the rickshaw. I thought it just yeah, the this rickshaw show. Okay, yep, cool. Yep, and so this is her side project. Again, heavy fucking just metalcore kind of shit. Right up my alley. Fucking love this stuff. So um, yeah, other good good stuff. Good stuff. And then uh, local kids again. My ex frontman's band. Uh, called 816. It kind of has a Deftones vibe to this song. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed this song quite a bit. Uh, the hook's fucking hooky as fuck. It always gets caught in my head. Better than their last single, I think. But uh, nope, another great song. More CanCon stuff. I feel like your radio station playing all the CanCon. <laughs> but, you know, we've been, we've been mandated by the CIC. Oh, fuck, I can't even say it here. <clears throat> Uh, CRTC. The CRTC has mandated us to include more, uh, uh, more Canadian content. By the way, and uh, no, that's a lie. But uh, anyways, and again, more local stuff. There's new, new Lachinga out. There's uh, yeah. a band called Bursa. You would like this. Did you like this Bursa you, song? You know what? I probably like that the best. Like, yeah. and I've never heard of these guys before. So, out of all your six tracks, yeah, that one. Honestly, that one stood out. There's some good tunes. Uh, from you this week, but that's the big one. Like, who are these guys? Where where do they so come from? They're from again. It's a fin- they're a Finnish. Oh band. right, Finnish. I noticed that in their Bandcamp yeah. name or their address. Yes. Okay. Uh, but I just like so. This is the stuff from listening to all your shit and then listening to all my shit. This is what gets recommended to me. So this was just recommended to me on YouTube or on Spotify on YouTube. On YouTube. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was one of the recommended songs. Like, okay, yeah, this is this is pretty good. So yeah, I I enjoyed that. Obviously, I noticed the uh, the beard on the drummer right away. Uh, <laughs> looks looks a little bit familiar. He's his is longer than mine. Uh, my I'm more gray, I think. But um, uh, yes, I mean that stood out right away too. So no, that was a good good tune. I'll be checking out those guys some more. Yeah, but uh, there's not enough time in the day to play all the new music that we find. But I get, I think, so this is six weeks of music. So we haven't recorded in six in weeks. six so this weeks. This is what I came uh, up with. Okay. Uh, hey, it's our summer vacation. We we need breaks. The we do. The time machine never stops. 
constantly working. We're upgrading gear. I'm working on guests. It's just like trying to find a sponsor. It's fucking bullshit out there, man. <laughs> but we're working on it. You know, one thing at a time. That's right. That's right. You know, recording the show is the easy part. It's all the behind the scenes. It, you know, honestly, honestly, it is. And people just think we get on here and shoot the shit. And yeah, we do. We do that and rant a little bit. And, oh, that's what it is. But hey, there's uh, there's there are important things going on in the world, and well, and including music, right? So it's, yeah. it takes a little bit to to listen to some stuff, and I need to be better at writing stuff down and or noting stuff for our show. And but yeah, there's there's uh, it's not all fun here, right? Well, it's it is not all fun, fun and but games, but, it's, but yeah, it's uh, anyway. And then I have to rebuild a computer, so like that might bring us down for like a week or two weeks. So I have to rebuild it and get make sure it's stable and stuff. No but. kidding. We'll do that in the next couple in the next couple weeks. Um, but uh, I noticed you had si- like I watched a couple shows. I watched uh, finished Secret Invasion. It was the Marvel thing with Nick yeah. Fury. Um, that was all right. I started that Star Wars Ashaka Ashika Ashura Ashaka. Yeah, I don't fucking know Ashoka. Yeah, um, I'm two episodes deep into that. That's actually pretty decent. Uh, and plus all the movies I've seen in theaters. But other than that, I haven't really watched anything. But I've noticed you had Seinfeld in your prep. What's so good about Seinfeld? Have you never seen it before? Yeah. So obviously we haven't seen a lot of movies. I think I finished off the Mission Impossible stuff in order to get prepared for the new movie. Um, yeah. So not a lot of other movies. But but yeah, so lots of TV though. Um, Billions I think is in its final final season. I think season seven here is the final season, so we enjoy that. So that's ongoing. Reservation Dogs about some kids on a on a uh, in a First Nations community in Oklahoma, or it's set in Oklahoma. There are lots of Canadians in that show, by the way. So that's season three ongoing. We're enjoying that. Uh, some other that's stuff. Awesome. Real quick though, yeah, we'll talk about Seinfeld real quick. But though Star Trek uh, season two of uh, Strange New Worlds finished up. I'm enjoying oh, I'm enjoying that for the most part. Let me just comment on episode nine. There's ten episodes in the season. Episode nine was such a fucking piece of shit. It, it, <laughs> it's 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 bullshit like that that makes me want to say like fuck this. I'm not watching this anymore. But the story yeah. the story is good enough, and it's and it's all sort of a prequel to the original series um, from fifty some years ago. Fifty some years ago, yeah, something like that. Anyway, anyways, episode nine was like a fucking uh, musical. Uh, and I fucking hate musicals. I fucking can't stand them, man. I just, I just, I, I, I want to turn them off. And in fact, I, I ended up fast forwarding all through all of those fucking singing parts. And you know what? You don't miss anything. You, you still understand no. what's going on. It's, it's like, why do they do this shit? Why do they fucking... Musical movies are pieces of shit, but to to create an episode of a TV show uh, and base it on like a musical, fuck, what are you thinking? And 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 the real, the worst part about it is that episode ten was amazing, right? I don't know why yeah. you you are making people go through and wasting their time and 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 yeah, episode ten was really good. It was a good cliffhanger. I'm looking forward to the next season. So the musical episode didn't fucking scare me off, but at the same time, I'm thinking, it just wasn't necessary, man. It's just, like, why? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you subjecting people to that crap? Because it sucked. It sucked so bad. It really did. I hated it. Uh, anyways, 
to Seinfeld. I'm going to fucking bitch and complain some more, man. You know what? Oh, yeah, you know what? I have seen episodes of Seinfeld throughout the years. Um, sure, I've probably enjoyed some of those episodes that I've watched. I have never seen every single season. I know Seinfeld is a very popular show. I know people probably think that it's probably the one of the best comedy TV shows ever. Um, yeah. I know people who who have who went to the final episode celebration or whatever because I know I know for I know as well. Well, actually, my wife was at one of those at the time. Like they held yeah. special screenings of that final episode at certain venues events it was yeah. it was a, it was a big event right like it was oh, a yeah. it was a big deal that's how big the show had become that they created this big spectacle for the final episode um so anyways you know how we've been watching different episodes different comedy filler i call it like if we are between series between movies we want to spend a half hour to finish off the night and just kind of kill you know just you know, we would we would be watching different TV shows like uh, Two and a Half Men, like uh, Spin City. Um, what other stuff uh, we did uh, recently? We also did that '70s show, even though we've seen them before. Three's Company, yeah. like you know, things like that. Even though I had seen all of the Three's Company episodes before, we ended up watching those basically front to back. So every episode of every season. Um. My wife has been bugging me about Seinfeld for for many many weeks now, because yeah. because we always talk about okay, well, what can we watch next? Seinfeld? No, I'm not into it. I got to be in the right frame of mind. Seinfeld? No, I don't feel like it. Fuck it. No. Well, finally, I caved in. So we have started watching Seinfeld right from the beginning, right from season one. I think there's only five episodes in season one. We are now into we we are. We are into season two pretty good here. I forget which episode we've left off on here now. I don't I don't understand what is so fucking funny about this show. I really don't. Season season one was a piece of shit. Like I don't think I don't think I laughed at all. How did this how did this fucking TV show get renewed for what was it, nine seasons? I think I think there were nine seasons of Seinfeld. Is that correct? I I don't know. Eight I or nine. I think so. Like why and she keeps telling me, "Oh, well, it get it's get it gets better. It gets better." Uh, okay, well, maybe there are a couple of decent episodes here now in season two so far, and maybe it will get better because you know, again, I've I've seen some of this stuff before. Never all of the episodes, but like, I just can't figure this out. Like, is there something wrong with me? What is so special about Seinfeld? Why is this um, shit so funny? It maybe you know what? Maybe it was funny at the time. I'm I'm thinking. Well, maybe it just hasn't aged well. I I, I like I don't like I don't know. Maybe it was good at one point at one period of time. At the same time, I, you know, we've watched these other old shows, and and you know, sure, you can tell that some of them are dated, but at least I fucking laughed. Yeah. You know, Seinfeld is just fucking like this isn't funny, man. It's not. Like, what's going on? Why is this so popular? People still talk all the time about Seinfeld and how much it's influence people how much it spoke about you know real life situations and how much he made fun of certain you know certain things uh that are a part of our lives right and i mean seinfeld is a big part of pop pop culture right yep and i fail to see why i guess that's my rant here this week 
Really, I, I, I mean, don't I get it. I think they there's some there's some good episodes, but you watch season one of anything, like season one of The Simpsons was kind of like lukewarm. Season one of Friends was lukewarm. Season one of fucking Home Improvement was lukewarm. It says they got to kind of find their stride a little bit. Uh, maybe. And but... I think Seinfeld is kind of a late bloomer. I, I We kind of remember doing the same thing you were. Like, it was it wasn't as great, but within season three and four, it really kind of picks up stride, and they all kind of get their own individualities and kind of whatever. Um, the sitcom I always go back to is Friends. And Friends seasons one and two aren't very good, but as three and four kind of pick up, once they figure out who the characters are and what happens, that's when it kind of starts becoming funny. I so maybe it'll do the guess. same for you. Maybe so. And, and you know what? Yeah. For, for the wife, I'm willing to kind of stick with it and see what happens because I know she enjoyed it and it's important to her. And I know I pick a lot of the things that we end up watching. So, hey, it's just, you know, I've got a... Uh, I've got to, I've got to, you know, let her pick some of the things that we watch. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we will keep going. I don't know. And maybe you're right. Maybe it does get better. Friends, by the way, is just such a fucking awful show. And I watched a lot of that show too. In fact, in fact, I probably saw more Friends episodes than I saw Seinfeld episodes over the years. I will not, I will not touch, uh, Friends, another Friends episode with a fucking shitty fucking stick. I, I would, well, I will not be. I, I just no, no. I don't want to see fucking well, I won't whiny you for Friends trivia. Now. I don't want to see fucking whiny Ross and fucking Joey and uh, those guys try and make me laugh because it's just not going to happen. Oh fuck! Joey was the best. No, <laughs> so good. I'm gonna now start sending you friends gifts. No, please don't. <laughs> friends, friends, and Seinfeld. Friends and Seinfeld yeah. gifts. You're gonna fucking be the end of me. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, well, yeah. Well, anyway. I hope the journey gets better for you and the wife's sake. Wow. I'll I'll bitch and complain uh, about it, but like I said, I'm gonna deal with it, and we'll see what happens. I'll fill you in, I guess, and okay. I'll let you know if I if if it gets a laugh out of me here and there. And okay. so so far, I can't say I've enjoyed my time watching Seinfeld. Well, I hope it picks up for you. I hope so too, because there's a um, lot of episodes left. Yeah, I, and so you now keep a journal of it. So the part that made you <laughs> laugh. Keep yeah, okay. whatever season three episode eight, and okay. then we can all discuss. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe it'll be a short journal, a short uh, just but a couple a couple entries. Be... I don't know. You didn't laugh out loud for any of the friend stuff. Oh, uh, no, no. There's some good I stuff just, there. Yeah, I, I like I said, even if I maybe enjoyed some of it at that time, I just don't want any part of it anymore. I just yeah, I just don't. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't need it. Gotcha. I don't need it. There's more. Yeah, I get it. There's other things out there. I won't waste my time on that anymore. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yes, I can. You remember that. I will. Write that down. <laughs> um, but I got to go to work. Yes. So I got to cut this. Do Sounds you have anything good. else you want to say? We got a lot of shit to talk about. Uh, um, theoretically, next week, Steve Stebbing will be joining us. Uh, talk summer movies, upcoming movies, kind of stuff. Catch up with him. It's been a minute yeah. for him. Yeah, for sure. That'd be nice. Uh, um. And then uh, I think that's what's happening next week anyways. But if not, we'll still get together next week. And we got a lot of stuff. We got six weeks off. I got a lot of stuff to talk about still. Lots going on, for sure. Lots lots <clears throat> going on. So um, 
With that, I will say you can find us wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and, of course, Google Podcasts. Um, I just want to say don't be a dumbass. You know, there's a lot of dumbasses out there. Don't be dumb, okay? That's it. That's all I want to say, okay? Don't be dumb. If you like this podcast, make sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're just listening on. And if you like this podcast, we'll try harder next week. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. Thank you. See you later. If you enjoyed anything you just heard and want to fact check it, check out oldmanwhoyelletclouds.com. <laughs>